Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have Amita Sherwood with E-Squared Solutions. Welcome, Amita. Thank you so much, Lee. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you got going on. Tell us a little bit about E-Squared Solutions. How are you serving folks? Sure. So um, E-Squared Solutions, uh, we are a uh, private, privately owned professional services firm. Um, we work with mid and large size organizations um, to really empower their employees uh, to drive and execute transformation. Um, and so specifically what we do is we offer workshops, um, which have been a lot more virtual lately, um, but have also have been in person in the past and advisory services. So, you know, consulting services that are either, um, you know, pre kind of packaged services or customized in many cases, um, as well as content, meaning, you know, anything that we can offer as a workshop. Uh, clients can can purchase and, and license and, and really um, become more self-sustaining within their organization. So how'd you get into this line of work? What was the catalyst behind the firm? So it's a, it's a little bit of an accident, um, which is probably not uncommon um, for people that start businesses or entrepreneurs. So I had been doing this type of work, process improvement, continuous improvement uh, for really my entire career, which has been about over 20 years now, um, but I had been working in other organizations. Um, and my, I got my start within GE, which was well known for uh, their quality quality initiative called Six Sigma. And so I got my own certifications and, and development there um, and then went into consulting with other organizations and really kind of learned consulting through working as a consultant with other organizations. Um, and then just got to a period of time almost nine years ago when uh, just balancing consulting and being on the road and having a family became a real challenge. And so it, um, you know, I, I just, I couldn't really be on the road as much as I was. Um, and so I, I was, I departed with a, a, the previous company I was with and, you know, took a little time off. And then in that time off, I had changed my status on LinkedIn and got some some requests for projects. And, and that just kind of snowballed into turning turning it into a business. So now, do you find any similarities working with kind of enterprise-level businesses and the kind of the mid-market smaller firms? I do, um, because interestingly enough, there, there are a lot of kind of similar challenges um, because transformation comes, comes with change. Um, and, and what transformation means is really kind of changing processes, changing the way people do work, changing the way, you know, not only people that are doing the work, but leaders think about how customers are being served and really making sure that, you know, um, internal processes are set up kind of in the most efficient and effective manner to, to provide the most value to, to customers. Um, and so that kind of change aspect um, is really a challenge for, for any size organization. Um, and the scale, you know, with a larger enterprise size organization is, is higher than it is in a maybe mid-market, smaller organization. Um, I think sometimes the mid-market, smaller organizations are, you know, things might may, maybe get done a little bit more quickly. Um, you know, uh, 
you're able to to kind of change processes and there's not as many layers that, that need to kind of go through to, to really get things done. Um, but I think also in larger organizations, some of the things that are benefit is many larger organizations, whether it's like Fortune 500 level organizations, they've been doing continuous improvement for many years at this point. So this is, it's not really new. So they're, they're culturally, they're, they're kind of, uh, many of them are pretty mature on um, but again, I think a lot of the challenges still go back to the fact that this type of work and transformation from a process perspective brings about change. So we're all people, not many of us like change anyway. So it kind of doesn't, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what, to what size of the organization it is. Do you find that um, maybe the smaller firms are a little slower to implement these kind of systems and processes that they're more kind of winging it and kind of creating the wheel every time from scratch rather than having kind of these reliable systems that can kind of execute uh, predictably? So, so that's a great question. Um, and, and I think the answer in, in short is uh, yes. Um, I do think that, you know, growth oriented, which, you know, smaller um, organizations who really are just focused on meeting the needs of their customers and really just delivering what it is to their customers, um, you know, there, there's not a lot of capacity internally, whether it's people, whether it's um, materials, equipment, technology, uh, to really establish robust, consistent, established structures and processes. Um, so to your point, you know, it, it does end up becoming a lot like inventing or, re- or reinventing every time, um, because we're just trying to kind of keep our heads above water. Whereas in a larger organization, right? There's usually more access to resources. Again, it could be people, it could be technology, um, it could be other types of materials or equipment. And so those, the, the fact that they, the, that infrastructure exists, it typically comes with more structure in their, in their processes and more ability to have, you know, consi- more consistency in, in how they're delivering their processes. And um, I know I, I interview a lot of small to mid-sized business owners, and it feels, I hear, it feels from them that they're, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like every sale is a heroic sale. Every kind of process is a one-off that it's slightly different. It's not exactly like the other one. And that's part of their nimbleness when they're smaller, a solo entrepreneur or have their own practice that they can customize. But when you start doing that, then uh, it's hard to scale that. It's hard to replicate yourself. Exactly. And, you know, that's um, something that I think, you know, it's when, when you, when you, you know, as, I, as I've experienced, you know, when you establish a business and you're kind of the founder of it and you, you're the one that created most of the processes, you know, it's sometimes you can feel like, you know, that is a unique or that is um, a value add to clients. Um you know, however, what I will say with the methodologies, like, you know, with the, with lean thinking and kind of the Six Sigma type approaches, um, you know, what we're not trying to do is take away uniqueness and take away um, the ability to customize, but it's really figuring out what are those, you know, things and activities that are, that we can do and standardize so that we're not wasting our time or wasting our resources on doing some of those things that are standard one-off and we actually can create capacity to treat our clients in a more unique and valuable way so that, you know, we're, we're saving some of maybe those time or resources on, um, 
you know, standardizing and, and kind of making more consistent processes. So there is this capacity um, to actually add more value from a customer perspective. Now, can you kind of share with our listeners that maybe they have been struggling uh, kind of with the challenge of working in the business versus working on the business? What are some of those kind of first steps? What are some of those kind of low-hanging fruit that can help them kind of maybe take their their practice to the next level? Sure. Well, um, you know, I, I will say even in, in after nine years, um, it's certainly still a struggle, um, you know, when you are a small business. Um, I think from a, you know, one of the things which is certainly a, a bias of, of mine personally would be, um, you know, to really d- identify some of the core processes in the organization, um, you know, and just, and honestly work with, if you have, depending on how big your team is, you know, work with the, some of the, your team who either manages or works in those processes um, and really look to document and clarify roles. Um, and, you know, I think that and, and, and hopefully make some standardization around some of those key processes, uh, which should hope, you know, should free up a little bit of time to then create more opportunity to work on the business. Um, you know, a couple other things I think working on the business, and this is just more and in, from an individual perspective, is really just managing your calendar. You know, one thing I think I failed to do for the first several years um, is I was so focused on client delivery, I really failed to build in on a daily basis um, planning time and, you know, time to kind of work on either strategy or work on thought leadership or things that were not necessarily directly client delivery related. Um, so that was something that I had to learn um, just by not doing it. Uh, it's just on a daily basis, work in, you know, if it's 15 minute segments, um, that that will take you know, really take you far. Um, And I think there's even just something to be said about having either monthly or quarterly practices um, with not, you know, yourself as a leader or other of your leadership team to, um, you know, to do things like, you know, some basic either strategic planning or reviewing of objectives for that month or that quarter, um, and especially around things like your, your, you know, your, your KPIs, your key process indicators for your organization, um, so just establishing kind of habits periodically and, and scheduling that time in advance um, and, and sticking to it really to uh, to be able to, to build that time to work on the business versus in the business. So you think it's possible then to scale a service business, then that that's not a dream that can't come true. It can if you kind of put the right systems in place. Absolutely. Um, I, I absolutely agree. I think um, you know, is it an easy thing to do? No, but I do think that it's absolutely possible. Um, one of the things I've learned about a services business is, is there's an element of productizing your services. So, you know, while being in the field of consulting is, you know, you do want to treat each client uniquely. And, and that is, you know, that is the way we look at our clients and each of the, those relationships um, but, you know, what, what there also is, is there are standard, you know, services in between either the workshops or advisory services. Um, so to really, you know, identify some of those standard uh, productized kind of services and then focus on, you know, delivering those, focus on, you know, building a team that, that can deliver those for you um, and support, you know, whether it's the front end, whether it's marketing sales or back end around, you know, customer service or client delivery, uh, yes, I you know I think there there's absolutely big opportunities in, around scaling um, a services business, and I mean I don't know I haven't even really gotten into the space of 
you know, what technology can do, right? This is right now as our businesses, it's just more of a people related business. And um, I look forward to kind of growing even through the use of technology. Now, I think that that's one of the challenges that some solopreneurs or, or maybe leaders of a practice run into. It's almost an ego issue where they think I'm the only person that can deliver this. I'm the, you know, I'm the secret sauce. And if you can productize some elements of your business and you can still be the secret sauce at a high level, but put, put kind of resources in place to execute maybe some of the stuff that you, that you're not critical in delivering. Yes. And, and yeah, again, I, I've, I've gone through the same thing. Um, you know, there were things that I was doing and um, it, it just, and when I, when I finally realized, you know, I just have to write something down. Um, even if it's a couple of bullet points, I could, somebody could probably easily do this for me. Um, and it was really also through kind of going through my own experiences of um, doing kind of entrepreneurship, learning and growth to figure out you have to delegate, right? To grow, you have to delegate and you have to um, bring in other, you know, people and resources. Um, so, you know, I, for things that were typically in my head, I, you know, it was as simple as whether it's using certain spreadsheets to, to write out plans or, um, you know, just even a Word document to list out here are the things that that I might do, um, you know, to, to, to when I talk with a client or, uh, or even if it's an internal, you know, bookkeeping or something of that nature. Um, so yes, it, it's, it, in some cases, it is as simple as kind of writing something out that's in your head. But again, that does take a little bit of time. But when you do it, and when you do can pass it off to someone, it creates that capacity to continue to, to focus, do more strategic work, which when you're, you know, an, an owner or a founder or in a, a leadership position, that's what you really should be doing, um, you know, versus doing the paperwork. Now, what's your feeling uh, and your philosophy regarding the sharing of knowledge um, and thought leadership? Now, is that something that you feel that you should be holding close to the vest and that if they want that information, then that's what they're paying you for? Or is it something you feel that um, it's something that you should be sharing out there? And if they want your specific expertise, they'll hire you to help them kind of make that come alive. Sure. So I think it's, um, I, I do say, so I would say probably more the latter um, of, of what your two statements were. Um, I think, you know, when you are in a services and, and really almost more of a knowledge-based business, um, you know, meaning I don't offer technology solutions or anything somebody could, you know, use, take a demo of or, or watch a video of as easily. Um, I think you almost have to, uh, you know, provide thought knowledge, you know, upfront and, and, and in a free and transparent way um, for people to get to know you and your brand and, and, and what, you know, what your, you know, your skills and capabilities are. Um, it's, you know, again, it's been kind of a struggle in a sense, resource wise, because, you know, even just doing things like a monthly blog or LinkedIn posts or videos, you know, again, take time and, you know, things have to be written and, and edited and researched and all of that. And so it is, it is something that, um, I would say we've been focused on more for the past probably year and a half to two years. Um, and I do actually have a, a part-time resource that I, that helps me with that because it was something I realized I couldn't do. I could, I just couldn't do it um, on my own. So I, yeah, I do think it is a very important aspect of being a services business to really be sharing thought leadership um, in an open and transparent way. And I think, especially, I think now there's just so much information 
out there in general that when you don't do it, it almost creates a sense of why not, right? What is it about your your business or, or who you are that you're 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 not doing it? And and so, um, you know, I certainly wouldn't want art to convey ourselves in that manner. You know, we try to be very transparent and collaborative with with our any of the clients we work with. So any thought leadership, I'd want to be, you know, in that manner as well. Now, speaking of collaboration, why was it important for you uh, to be part of the GWBC? So it was, it's, I think there were, I think it was, there were some things that, you know, I was looking at going into it. um, And honestly, so since I've been part of GWBC, which has been um, September of 2020, so it's only been uh, several months, um, I think there are even more uh, benefits or, or value than, than what I was expecting. Um, you know, I, I was kind of expecting that as a women-owned um, business, you know, maybe there were going to be opportunities to be exposed to organizations that were in our target markets um, and, you know, create some of those relationships. I think what I wasn't expecting, but have been so, um, you know, pleasantly surprised and, and appreciative for are the learning opportunities um, that are available on a, on a constant basis. Um, I've done um, an enterprise operating system uh, program to kind of build infrastructure in your own business. Um, I've actually been uh, a recipient of a monetary grant that was a huge, you know, positive in our business that has, I've never, you know, had never applied nor had I received any kind of, um, you know, grant from a financial perspective. Uh, and there are just, and just even continued educational programs um, and even opportunities like this, you know, I, I just really honestly didn't know and understand the, the value and, and just seeing it more and more, um, even in these first few months. So now if a, if a client or prospective client uh, was interested in services uh, from you or, or services like the ones you deliver, what is kind of the pain that they're going for where E squared solutions is the solution. Is there kind of a uh, kind of a first contact, like an early um, project that you guys work on that helps kind of introduce your services? There are, um, and it, it it kind of is. It is dependent on, um, in some cases, maybe the size of the organization. In other cases, um, really where they are in their journey of uh, you know transformation or continuous improvement. So you had mentioned like smaller or mid-market kind of clients, um, you know, many of them, you know, may really not have any formal continuous improvement structures built into their organizations yet. So in those cases, you know, it may be that we're really just being brought in because there's a specific um, business problem they're trying to tackle. Like, you know, if, for example, they're um, I had a, a small retail client a couple years ago who, um, you know, they had recently had a huge growth. Um, they were hiring a whole bunch of new operators. Uh, op- and when I say operators, these were, um, this is a retail manufacturing. So there were a lot of uh, people that were actually sewing, um, sewing bags, handbags. And their challenge was, you know, they really couldn't get these people on board and trained and, and making quality bags in, in a, in a, you know, shorter or fast time frame. So, um, you know, we went in and helped to just set some standard processes, really, you know, watch and record what people were doing, how they were doing it, some of the experienced uh, operators, and then documenting and training on those new processes. 
Um, so that, you know, that could be just if, you know, addressing a specific, you know, need and problem and kind of working in the lead on that. Um, or for other organizations who are, you know, have a continuous improvement program and they're just maybe not getting out of it what they need, they're not completing their projects in a timely fashion, um, we could come in and do an assessment, um, which usually could be a couple of days, dep again, depending on the size of the organization. Um, and from there, we then may have some recommendations on some combination of workshops or advisory services or content um, going forward. And if somebody wanted to learn more and have more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, is there a website? Yes, absolutely. Um, our website is esquaredsolutions.biz or biz. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Lee. I do appreciate it and having me on today. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business. <laughs>